All these kids ran outside to witness this. So they all clearly witnessed it. And the teachers and staff also. Murders, mysteries, unexplained stories, and our family's crazy opinions on them all. Join us now. The Family School of Thought is in session. Hey, guys. How yeah. are everybody doing today? Good. Hello. Everybody doing good? Good. Welcome once again to the Family School of Thought. Hope you guys are having a good week. Um, it's really cold here right now. Jesse, how's it there? <laughs> you mean Cassie or? Well, I was going to start with you. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll start um, with you. I decided to go for a walk on lunch. And I was wearing a skirt with no tights, and I made it about ten minutes, and I said, "No, no, no more." It was cold. It was yeah. warmer this morning than it was this afternoon. It was. Yep, it was. That's how. That's how it went for me. Yeah. I was freezing. You guys cold. can see this where I'm at. Oops, yes, sorry. I'm loving it. Yes, I am missing. All right, Cass. How about you? What's the weather like that there in Portland? Um, today was pretty rainy, but we did have. Uh, on Sunday, snow <gasps> pretty much all day. Um, kind of crazy, yeah. Um, it didn't stick, it was bad. like very much just sleet almost, but we did have snow. Did you put that salt out? No, it wasn't that bad, but it was like <laughs> nobody knew how to drive. There's like oh, not gosh. a single inch of snow on the ground, like not even an inch of snow on the ground, not even a dusting on the road. Uh, and it was mayhem on the road. <laughs> Did you get some sidewalk salt ready for this year? I do have sidewalk salt. I actually, yeah, I, I, got it last, I got it last year uh, and then I never had to use it. And it's just been sitting in my little like um, back compartment that like opens up. Yeah. Yeah. In the back of my car. Suspensity. <laughs> well, you got so, it ready for whatever you need. But I have it ready for this for if it gets bad again. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. You need one of those fold-up shovels. Well, I don't yeah. Think you're going to don't, it, but, is it going to get that bad? Yes, sometimes. <laughs> well, it's not going to get that bad, but it like it's like one week out of the year we get like like probably like six inches, and then it, and then because we're unprepared for snow. Um, our roads don't get plowed. It just yeah, freezes yeah. over. And so fun. the worst part is that it, it just freezes over. And so there's like nothing you can do to get out. Yeah. Yeah. So then she's stranded. So then I'm stuck on a sheet like of ice Texas. trying to move. Yeah. But well, just, you know, be prepared and have roads like Michigan. Then you'll be <laughs> fine. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But Jess got any fun facts? We'll go on without him. Yeah. Um, How's that one, wine? Not a big fan of the Aldi Advent calendar for wine wine calendar. Not a big fan. Oh, uh, yeah. It's okay. Today's okay. It's, it's a Cabernet, okay. but <laughs> yeah. Um, so I got some fun facts. I got a really um, overly excited in the last couple of weeks, and I did a lot of facts. And I realized that I kind of skipped a couple weeks of facts. I just went too far ahead. So I got to calm down a little bit. Um, so this, <laughs> this week. Right. Don't run out. Yeah. So they're not such fun facts. I mean, they're a mental floss, amazing facts, but they're not as fun as they normally are. So 
The Hask avocado was patented in 1935 by Rudolf Haas, a, a mailman from California. So there you go. Some fun facts about avocado. <laughs> Didn't know that one. Um, the great white shark. Did you know the great white shark can um, very rarely survive in captivity? Um, this is why you don't see them in aquariums most of the time, because experts suspect that the electricity in the buildings and even in the glass itself, in the, the glass itself in the aquariums, interfere with the electrosensory systems in the shark. Interesting. I wonder why, like, no other fish really has that, like. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, why they don't, because even there's, like, jellyfish are, uh, yeah. they can survive in aquariums. Yeah, I feel like I've seen them out. in a couple aquariums, but maybe they have different, um, whether it's more open, I don't know. I, I was going to say it's more open, but I guess the electricity. Well, it seems like we've seen them in the aquarium at the Great Lakes Crossing. They have shark. But That's what I was thinking ones. too, but maybe, yeah, because maybe they're baby or oh, maybe yeah. they're not great white. They're just. Yeah, so great white sharks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah oh, I think yeah, there is something somewhere where you can like pet, like they're not. Yeah. I don't well, think they're those baby are sea sea yeah. razor. Nope. You sea can razor. pat, but the sharks you can't pat. Oh, I'm just going to say. <laughs> yeah, uh, but at, at Great Lakes Crossing at the aquarium. Sea Life is the name of the aquarium. Okay, I have one more mental floss amazing fact. So in Canada, okay. in Canada, letters that are written to Santa Claus get sent to the postcode H O H O H O. So it's ho ho ho. H O H O O A O. Nope, that's not what I said. Nope. That's not even close. That was too many letters. H O H O H O. It's ho ho ho. Ho ho ho. Okay. Ho ho ho. Yep. Since and since we're like doing this, and I I'm kind of running out. We're coming to the end of this calendar, mental floss amazing facts calendar. So I got to calm down a little bit. But here's an amazing fact that people may not know for our listeners if they want to know. The train in Polar Express, since we were talking about Santa Claus, Polar Express, the, the little cartoon movie that Tom Hanks is in, that train is stationed in Owasso, Michigan. Mm-hmm. And you can actually ride that train to uh, Christmas Town. But it's also under repair this year. It's under repair this year, but it is in, it's stationed in Owasso. That train was used for that, for the the movie. They um, used it and designed the cartoon train off of the train from Owasso. And all the sounds of the train in the movie are from the actual train in Owasso. Mm -hmm. So that's one fact. If you're into trains and you like Polar Express... The Polar Express train is stationed in Owasso. And you can still see it. It's under repair right now, but you can still see it. Right. And there's been many rides f- to the Christmas town. And you can hear it. If it goes through yes. one of your, the towns that you live in, we hear it. 
we don't this year, but you get to, we typically will hear it go multiple times during. I drove, I drive over the, I drive over the tracks many times that it comes through. Well, I I could just sit there and wait for it. Yep. So there you go. There's some amazing facts for you. One little tidbit. Tidbit. Yeah. Tidbit. Awesome. Okay, so uh, Jess, Herman Cass, how about a song? Okay, for us this so, week? I do have a song for us this week. Um, it's a very well-known song, um, and I think it has kind of the same problem that um, Mbop by Hanson had. Um, not not <laughs> only the because it's a, a lot 90s of issues hit. with that. Oh, well, not only because it's not like a '90s hit, but because because it has this very like upbeat chorus, people forget what the actual song is about. You know that? Yeah. yeah. Um, but this is Waterfalls by TLC. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to guess what song I was gonna be. There you go. It is Waterfalls by TLC. Um, yeah, it has a very catchy, um, uh, you know, lyrics. Um, and so a lot of people forget that the whole it's it's not even like a hidden meaning like the first verse is about a, a young mother who um is trying to stop her son from selling drugs on the streets mm -hmm. um and it ends up being a futile you know mission because he ends up dying from selling drugs mm -hmm. um and then the second verse is about um I think sex work to begin with, but then it actually ends up with, um, I've never caught this before, but one of the last lyrics of the verse is um, three little letters took him to his final resting place, yeah. um, which I, I guess I always just thought meant like RIP, like, you know, rest in peace. Um, but it's about AIDS. AIDS, um, HIV. <laughs> yeah. Um, he, um, the character um, contracts AIDS and dies. So it's, the song in like in general is just very much about don't you know chasing waterfalls yeah like don't go chasing water sticks to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to you know it's about playing it safe basically like don't right. go out and do dangerous things because they have deadly consequences and it is a good song it's a good song, but it is about death and yeah. what can happen to the people that you love. And TLC was, they were before Destiny's Child. Right, they were, right. They had, a, had a other time, I want to say. Yeah, I agree. Group, um, but they had a lot of bops. They had a lot of yeah. good songs. <laughs> yeah. But they also were, you know, stricken by death itself yeah. because left eye lisa died in a plane crash i remember yeah. when that happened yeah i remember jesse you and um nikki and casey singing that song all the time yeah we didn't yeah. know what it meant when we were singing it <laughs> no. i didn't either yeah it's very clearly about drugs and aids and sex work so what year did that song come out was it had to be about 90 91 92 90. 93 around that time yeah there, that's right? what i was thinking okay. I was thinking mid-90s. Yeah. They had That's it up a, earlier. Let's say early 90s. Let's see. I'm going to Google it. Um, <laughs> 94. 94. So, Cassie, I'm sure you remember it. Yeah, I remember it well. Baby. I remember well. I'm sure you heard it. Oh, yeah. Yes. I have heard it a million times. And that's when you were one. <laughs> a million times. Yep. 
Um, <laughs> what I can remember, like when I think when I hear that song, the only thing I can think of now is the um, the movie Where the Millers. We have the, yeah, I was thinking that too. I think a lot of people think that. But I also think of their music video because it was like I remember it being a really good music video too. Yeah. But. Well, I think that's like when people kind of actually listen to the lyrics because the mu the music video is a depiction of obvious. what's yeah. happening. Yeah. Um, and so people are like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> right. But that's the song for the week. All right. Very good. Very good. Okay. Well, I believe I'm up this week. Mm -hmm. And I think I have an interesting story. I thought it was very fascinating. It is... Um, in April 6th of 1966, in Westall, Australia, a very strange occurrence happened. Um, the whole town witnessed it, but mainly a, um, they called it a high school in the whole story, but most of the kids were like 13 that they interviewed. Mm -hmm. And what it was, was they seen three flying objects mm -hmm. outside their school. Some of the kids were outside already playing when they came along, but other kids were like seeing them out the windows. And so the whole school ran outside and uh, to witness um, three flying saucers. And they were just kind of levitating on the ground, you know. Mm -hmm. And then um, then they kind of went up on end like that and then took off into the sky. And one of them actually went a little bit beyond their the school grounds where they used to do track and stuff and landed. Mm -hmm. What do you so think? Anybody kids, come up missing? Did so they have a, a missing kids, person? Well, a bunch of kids ran out there to it oh. and um, they got close enough that they could feel it was hot. You know, it was hot. Huh. And one girl actually went up to it and they think she touched it. They weren't really sure. But um, later that day she collapsed and they come and got her, and nobody's ever seen her since. What? Who came uh, and got her? The an ambulance come and got her because she collapsed, and um, they never seen her again. Okay, so um, all these people literally witnessed this. It's actually the uh, largest UFO sighting in Australia. However, in Australia, just in Australia. And um, yeah, in Australia, what's funny about right. that? Well, like, does that mean there's been like more people who have seen mass in like the U.S. or in China or Russia? Well, I don't know. There was over two hundred <laughs> two hundred people witnessed this, so it's not like. Um, and it was in. Mid like, I'm just saying, like, it's like one of those things where it's like, is it like really big? Where like for five people in this place, but like everywhere else has had like a million people before. It's the largest one in Australia. Had the, more people seen it. 200 people had seen it in midday. It wasn't like in the middle of the night. Some farmers right. seen it, you know, or some couple going well, is it road, country road. The largest sighting ever anywhere or just in Australia? Um, <laughs> That's literally the discussion we, we did, we're just all, having. All I know, but I mean, do you think that there's never been a sighting this big? Don't you think that the, that we have seen more sightings here in the United States? Mass, though, like mass, mass people. Yeah. So, like at one time, at one time, two hundred people saw this. Yeah, but I thought it was just at the school. 
Yeah, guess what, Mom? Some schools have more than 100 kids in them. (laughs) You know, Matt's high school in Arizona, when he was out there, his graduating class had 1,500 kids in it. No. His graduating class. That's the size of your hometown. (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, so let's get, let's move past the like biggest in Australia part. Okay. I didn't you mean get, to cause that big of a pause. It was Australia's <laughs> largest sighting. Yes. But yes. was it in history biggest sighting in the world? Time before man sure. existed yes. on this planet, never had there been over 200 people that witnessed the same thing. In Real Australia. Fun. In Australia. <laughs> I don't even want to do this story. <laughs> We're like stuck on one little point. I'm like, fuck. It's, it's a, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, okay. <laughs> let's just do this next week, okay? Okay. We're ready. So nobody's seen that girl. She went to the hospital. And nobody in the entire planet and eternity have ever seen this girl again. It could be me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, okay. So this girl got taken away in the ambulance. Did people witness her being taken away like were the yes. emts yeah they all seen her come and get her and take were her the away. emts human and was all of the other people that were outside they none of them were effect, affected by this all 200 of them all 200 of them mm-hmm. right i mean nobody else was affected just that one girl right that is kind of weird one yeah. one girl i mean but if she's the only one that touched it. Right. But then what happened to her after the EMTs took her? Nobody's ever seen her before again. I know, but what, what, where did, where the, did the, the EMTs the, drop her off at? Yeah. I mean. Well, I have a story here, but I'm afraid to continue it. Well, we're interested. Come on, hurry up. Get with the program. We're interested if this is the biggest one ever. <laughs> Did anybody, nobody else touch the, nobody else touched the that spaceship? They know of. Nobody else, nobody else touched it that, that they know of. Okay. So. All these kids ran outside to, to witness this. So they all clearly witnessed it. And the teachers and staff also. Mm-hmm. One of the teachers actually took a camera and started taking pictures of these. So she wow. took like a whole roll of pictures, you know, of this. And so they kind of hovered outside and then they uh, went up on end and took off into the sky. One later landed in this field where they do track. So the, the bunch of kids ran out there. The one girl literally touched. They think she touched it. They don't really know for sure if she touched it or not. But she was the one to get the closest 
like she was the only one that would get right up to it mm -hmm. and uh, but they could all feel the heat off of it and then it just kind of levitated back up turned on its side and took off and um it left a big burn grass was all burnt where it left it and um so then uh the, one of the teachers says that uh it got the bunch of siesta planes is that what they're called military planes just came from all over and surrounded these things there's three of them one uh, guy a farmer says he claimed to see five of them but the planes just kind of surrounded them and then they took off and the planes chased them but obviously they couldn't keep up with speed because it just went unbelievably fast away from there okay um so then the uh the uh headmaster of the school got all the students together and wouldn't let them leave school and the the military and the police all came and oddly enough they were all there within 20 minutes of this occurrence so the military the police everybody was there within 20 minutes and the police were keeping all the um media away from the school and so the headmaster got all of them into an assembly and they started telling them that they were not allowed to tell anybody what they seen. And mm -hmm. uh, it was all top secret. And it was a weather balloon that they seen, not flying saucers. Which and, isn't what they said in the United States too, it was a weather balloon. And oddly enough, uh, Australia has their own um, Area 51. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. So the anyways, the headmaster gets them all together. They have an assembly with the military police and everybody there. And they start threatening all these kids. You do not mention this to anybody. Don't mention it to your families. Do not mention it to the media. Don't, you know, this is not to be discussed ever again. So um finally they let all the kids go home and one girl did meet with the media and said exactly what she's seen you know and of course mm -hmm. they came down on her and threatened to kill her uh threatened to um uh say she was a liar and disgrace mm -hmm. her and stuff mm -hmm. and the one teacher one of the teachers um said no i know what i've seen you're not gonna tell me and he threatened to go to the media and or he did go to the media but they um like totally disgraced him and told everybody he was an alcoholic and kind of run him out of town and so this was in 1966 and since then these the whole town would chastise anybody that mentioned this if these kids said anything about it well like a couple weeks later they had um another big meeting at the school with all the kids and they took them separately into this room with these you know military people and one of them several of them claimed that it was american military people it was what american, american. Military people oh. like our military not australian military and um so and they took him like separately into this room and said you know okay i suppose you're going to tell us you've seen a ufo I suppose you're going to tell us they were a little green man. It just tried to make them feel really stupid for mm -hmm. thinking that, you know. Gaslighting. So, Gaslighting them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And so the whole town, anytime any of these kids would say anything, they would be like, oh, you guys are on drugs. You know, you hallucinated this. It was just a mass hysteria. None of this happened to happen. And the whole town bought into this. Like, you know, 
saying this. And I... so um, these kids literally grew up with this big story that nobody would believe. And even the um, the teacher that had took all the camera, the pictures, uh, they confiscated the camera. They took it away from her and they said, you did not see any of this stuff, right? And um, so um, all these years, this is the way it's went. Uh, the, anytime these kids said anything, it was like, you're imagining this. And it wasn't just the kids at the school, neither. There was uh, another young kids in a field somewhere, you know, that seen this. And they went up to afterwards and seen all these burn marks and things, and they were totally, you know, disgraced in town. Um, uh, like a farmer did see, he's the one that said he's seen five. And uh, anytime they would try to go to the media or report a story, it would be just totally, you know, um, you were drinking, you were drugs, or, you know, like anything to make them feel dumb and stupid for what they are saying. So in oh, 2010, well, oh, then there was one, um, military professor um, who at the time he was like making the rounds on talk shows and stuff and he was um, his name was uh, Donald um, I can't remember his last name was McDonald and he was like a top you know military person going around and saying oh, I don't know about the story but you know the theory behind there being you know, UFOs is possible and stuff. And they, the government totally made him into this big loser. He was a child molester and just oh. totally ruined his reputation. And he ended up committing suicide over it. You know, oh, he, oh, wow. he was the only one that he didn't say it happened, but he said, it's possible. This is mm -hmm. you know, it's not out of, out of, um, but then in 2010, a reporter investigator named Sean Ryan you know, said, I'm going to investigate this because I've been hearing about this story for, you know, 40, 50 years. And, you know, and so he went back and started interviewing all these kids that are, you know, now adults mm -hmm. in their 60s. And, um, you know, they all have the exact same story to tell. They all have that same story, how they were just totally shut up by the um, townspeople. Not just the teachers and the, you know, I mean, literally your neighbor, you know, like your next door neighbor would be like, that's mm -hmm. foolishness. You know, you didn't see anything. You guys were doing drugs or, you know, all this stuff. And um, mm -hmm. and um, he went back and tried to find like newspaper clippings. And there was some on there the next day, UFOs, you know, it was like supposed UFOs had been found. But um, all the news media uh, from the television stations and stuff. He went back and found, he went into the archives and found this videos, but when he got with the reel-to-reels, you know, they had back then, but when he opened them up, they were empty. So somebody had totally wiped the story right out of the news media, everything. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, you know, they're today, you know, now this story's starting to come out because most of those authority people are gone now. You know that they mm -hmm. get to it, but um, so you know it was a huge story. But the real story was how they tried to disclaim them. You know, right. Yeah. Real. Right. Literally, they all seen this, and it was um not um a rubber balloon, or it was it was literally flying saucers. And they all they took them like today, well in 2010, they had them all 
in separate rooms, write down their story and draw pictures of these saucers. And they all were the same. You know, everything was the same. This this farmer that seen them, he went up to them and said, you know, it was a silver metallic. There was no seams in it. There was no rivets in it. It was all one, you know, piece of metal. But they were huge. They were huge. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, were the other kids or all of the other 200 people, were anybody, was anybody affected by the show? No, I mean, nothing, nobody was. No medical history. Uh, cancer. Cancer, no. schizophrenia. No. I would, I, I, I don't think I do believe that it was mass hysteria, but could it have been like, Maybe there was like a carbon monoxide leak somewhere and it was like a mass like hallucination. Well, but you think they'd all see, or they the, did see the weather balloons? And there was people that were not in the school. That's true. That's when this true. happened, a lot of the kids were outside already. Mm-hmm. You know, and it happened in midday, not at night. You know, I mean, usually these things happen at night and you see them in the sky. This happened midday. There was already kids outside. There were people in the town that seen it too. You know, I mean, it wasn't just people in the school. Yeah, I get you. Now, um, it's possible that these were, you know, it could have been a military thing. Right, right. I was thinking that too. What I thought was really odd that the military, the military were there within 20 minutes. Right, right. That's what makes me think it's like a military operation or they were monitoring it knowing that it was a potential for a sighting or, you know, a landing. Well, they could have been monitoring. They've seen these UFOs before they got here. You right, know, right, right, right. They were following them. And was it, the, it could have been them. You know what was I mean? it U.S. military or was it Australian military? Well, it was Australian military. Bird. It was there right away. But um, several of these, I'll say kids, but they're in their 60s now. They were saying when they came back to interview them and tell them you did not see this, those were American military. Wow. Which makes sense because really the first, well, first I know, first UFO sighting, alien sighting was in Roswell in 19, what was it, 1945? Yeah, 49, I think. That was the first one? 47. 47. No, that was not, actually, that was not the first sighting. That was the first first national. No. Okay, yeah, so maybe that's what I'm thinking. Like the biggest news. I mean, problem. honestly, we've had UFO sightings since the beginning of time. Right. So, Jesus. Right. Yeah. So. Um. I'm just gonna say something. I don't know. But that's what, I mean. Roswell was like the first craft. Because that's the thing is, it was a crash. Yeah, it was, it was a crash, crash was and like they the literally had aliens. They claimed to have had. Yeah. You know, right. aliens. Mm-hmm. Oh. So Australia said, let's get our our friends from down America. <laughs> Who knows how to well, handle this? <laughs> it kind of makes me think that there are um, this uh, UFO sightings and that mm-hmm. research is a global thing. It's not just yeah. the right. United States. Yeah. So well, they're all alerted to this. Yes. So but when I also- our, when the Americans are alerted, so are the Australians. Everybody. There's a team of people. Mm-hmm. Yes, if it's aliens, yes. But I also think it was probably an American military test 
like weapons test because unfortunately us is the only country in the world that has military bases everywhere in the world so they were probably testing something and that's why they were the ones to come and say no you didn't see this because it was probably something they didn't want let out to the public that they were testing well, i'm assuming that everybody they were already working on mm -hmm. matters of that potential mm -hmm. going on but you know you do have you can't you can't not believe that there are other living souls anywhere else in the united oh, states oh i totally agree i think there are aliens but with the american military coming in and saying no you didn't see anything right. Right. making it such a big point to like basically ruin people's careers um force them to I mean, yeah ruin their lives you had to play on all these right like right it's not because if it was you know honestly as weird as it sounds but if it was aliens i just don't think american military would get involved you know what i mean like they would yeah. let the australian military deal, deal with it like there's no reason that americans only deal with aliens are the only military that deals with aliens wow yeah who knows who knows i just think yeah, that... and to think that they spent 50 60 years suppressing this story right cutting people off anytime somebody mentioned it and i i you know how do you know that they're not just right next door you know that they cannot change into something what's that tv show uh hmm. Third, Third rock, rock from the sun. sun. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Where they like live, like they just live as humans. Right. 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 That's what I'm saying. You well, know. that's the same as Ben and Black, though, too. It's like the or aliens Elon are Musk. living Isn't inside. Elon Musk an alien? Yeah. Maybe. You know. He's definitely out of this world. I mean, if they can get a spaceship that can go that fast, that you, you can blink yeah, your eyes. That was another gone. thing, like the speed, and it's always the same thing on these UFO sites. Right, they're the always speed fast. It's not even comprehensible. We can't, we can't comprehend going that fast. Right. There's nothing we have I, that would go that fast. I yes, and I also feel like with not just American military, but military worldwide, I feel like they're like we know that there's some planes that can go fast that you know like well, that are military you know like, aircrafts and stuff oh, that we yeah. don't know about you know like there's i'm yeah. sure secret. ours go fast but i don't i mean i've never not like this i've yeah. never no, but heard I, of, of any witnesses saying that they're gone in a blink i mean you, you see you know, them and like the, the teacher, you can still see the the one teacher and he was a science teacher at the time you know um who's an old man now but mm -hmm. he said, you know, like literally it would be here in the sky and it was within seconds. It's, you know, over there, you know, you know, miles away within a second, you know, mm -hmm. it's going that fast. And do you think that that could be like a lapse of time? We've talked about, um, you know, well, and time is our space. thing. It's not. Right. And I just, I think of too, like, Buzz Lightyear's movie, Lightyear, he goes to on this mission that takes four minutes for him, but it's four years or you know, multiple years on the planet that they're on. Right. So he cuts back four minutes later, you know, like years have passed. And I think that's something too for like in that this kind of a situation, the UFO is traveling four minutes when we're 
seen it in years. Right, right. So. Right, right. The concept of time is. Yeah, that's what I was trying to, you know, I mean, the time concept. I don't know. It's just, that's pretty scary, though. And then to not know where that woman went or lady or. Yeah, she's never been seen or heard of again. And what do those kids say about her disappearing? They just, I mean, they at the time she never came back to school, and anytime somebody questioned it, it was just like, you know, we don't talk about that. Well, could it possibly be that she touched it, burned her hand, and then her parents were just so upset that she got hurt at that school that she just changed school districts? Well, I. In my mind, I was thinking she probably got radiation and died. Yeah, that and, too. That I was thinking uh, that too. Like maybe probably, she got hurt more than people thought. And her parents were probably told, you know, don't talk about this, and so they didn't. You or know, so nobody ever had an explanation. I don't know if this guy, um, Sean, whatever his name was, went back and found medical records on her. Like, and did they did they interview true. her mother and father I mean, ever? They knew her name. You know, it wasn't like they didn't know who she was. Her, they I think did, her name was they never talked to the parents yeah. of that child. Yeah. They didn't say. They didn't say if no. they ever interviewed the parents. They just said she never returned to school and nobody ever explained why. Hmm. But they did call an ambulance. They come and got her. And took, she collapsed later in the day. And then they took an ambulance, came and took her away. Maybe, well, I don't know. But like right off the bat, the mil the uh, military, the police were there to keep the media away from because of course the media just swarmed the school. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. And they were there, you know, like not letting anybody talk to the media and making sure they were staying clear of everything. So. Yeah, I mean, somehow the military and the police were connected and they knew how to act very fast on something like this. Right. Or knew of it coming or knew of what was happening. Right, they, right. They were there. They you know, wouldn't be here in our little town in 20 minutes, you know, no. if something mm -hmm. like that happened. Well. They were there right off the bat to control what everybody was saying and thinking. Where's the nearest military base? I don't feel it, like it's that there far. There is a military base. I think it's in Grayling. No, there's got to be one closer. From us? Yeah. Oh, probably. Well, there's one in Grayling. One. There used to be one in Oscoda. Grayling, I think those right. are all. But those are all three hours away or two hours. I think. I, mean, I think Grayling, yes, is, Grayling is the biggest. Two one. hours. Grayling is the nearest one. Yeah. Right, yeah. and it's two hours. And us, if you go, you figure if you go to Oscoda, it's not there no more. They closed that one. Right, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, so Grayling would be the nearest one from us. Right. But there was a military base not like an hour away from this school. There's not. Oh, there's one. It's an hour away. So like, could it be feasible for them to get there within 20 minutes? Mm -hmm. Like, it seems fast, but is it feasible? I suppose... I don't even know how it happened, but probably the local police, yeah, could be there within minutes. Um, and the military, well, and the military people, they might could have came in what all at one time, or if they trickled in. You know, I'm sorry, right. there was local military people around. You know, and, right? And and the military people that are, you know, they're not on base. They might be in their homestead. 
Well, still though, I mean, like you gotta get. They probably were the ones that showed up and then went on top. It's like it's not like you're right there on the spot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. But definitely, some definitely unidentifiable. Like right, hmm. right. It was yeah. a UFO, regardless it came from us or them. But did was, they say how big it was? Like how big, big they were? Big. They were massive big. Like, yeah. would you say, like, well, was it, would it be the size of a seven, seven, like a size of a boat? I mean, not a boat, one but lady I mean, said it was like airplane. three car lengths. <laughs> How I, what did you say, Mom? You got to stop talking a little bit. <laughs> what did you say, Dad? Like three car lengths. Okay, you know, it was okay. a circle, but it was about, oh, it was a circle. They're saucers, flying saucers. Well, I, I don't know. I was picturing them like oblong, like a. No, they were, and they drew them, and it was just a typical, like you see, you know, flying saucer with a dome on top and, you know, lights so around. Could it, it have been a weather balloon? Because that's exactly what weather balloons look like. No, it was not. It, well, they do not look like that. Yes, they do. They're literally like spherical. They're like, because there's a whole documentary about this couple who puts their kid in a weather balloon. And it looks like a spaceship. Yeah, no, that does not look like a spaceship. I know. Yes, it does. Well, no, they weren't that. You mean okay. that true story where the kid went in the weather balloon and then it went off and then come to find out he was just hiding in his room the yes. whole time? Yes. Yes, that one. But it that, that definitely looks like a UFO when they're blown up. No, I don't think they move fast, but if it was a windy day, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, they're not gonna take off like that. It go like this and then turn. It's a balloon in the wind. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't shoot out of sight that fast. I mean, and even military the, police or planes are not gonna be a, chasing them. I also think though, like, and then they can go faster can, than the planes. Here's, here's like a devil's advocate type of situation, though. I've seen like airplanes when i'm driving airplanes coming in or leaving the airports and just the way that the sun catches them or whatever you know like the the light reflecting off the planes or the lights on the planes it looks like it could be like what is that it doesn't look like a plane also well if a plane landed in your backyard would you go no i yeah i agree with that but I've also, some of the stuff too, I think is just people, it's an optical illusion kind of a situation where people think that they see an, a UFO and it's really not because I know, man, I watched a, one of those, um, like tinfoil balloons, like the, the shiny ones. Somebody, That's the weather balloon. No, like, a, you know, a birthday one, you know, like a. Oh, like an aluminum. Just, just like a yeah, just like a little tiny one, Alone. or like a or a, a normal size one for like a birthday party, and we videotaped it, watching it like going over like Kroger or something, you know. And then we sent it to Ryan, Matt's brother, and Ryan's like, "Oh my god, that's a UFO!" And we're like, "Yeah, yeah." We played that trick for him for like an hour, or like for like a year, and then we finally were like, <laughs> "It was just a balloon." <laughs> So I do think some, like some of it is people see what they want to see, 
or it's that optical illusion of is it a duck or is it a rabbit? You know, like right. what are you seeing? Right. I yeah, think. But, but I, I think, don't it, think the local um, police and the military are going to come through. Yes, but if you're getting like, say this here's story. the thing: if you're getting like mass calls about multiple like air, like something like in the sky, you're getting mass calls. You're not going to have like the local pe like police show up to this. Like if you're getting that many calls, like obviously mm -hmm. big guns are going to come in and they don't know what it is. So they're going to chase it and fly after it and do all this stuff that you think is very suspicious, but it's just them trying to figure out what's going on. And I, I, I think Jesse's right with the like, it's, it could just be, especially if it's now, yes, like in the moment, we're getting all this stuff, but then in, you know, 50 years later, when we're asking them to draw this stuff, there's no way that their memory is that good, that it's all right. correct. And it's all the same because there is memory is a fickle thing and it will change things. Right. So each memory is going to be different. And if you fully like, as a, you see this as a 13 year old and like, say it is a weather balloon and it crashed right. or whatever, you know, kind of thing, or it was a military operation or what, you know, whatever. Then in your mind as a 13 year old, you grow up and become an adult and live the next 50 years of your life thinking, I saw a UFO. You tell yourself right. a lie so many times that you end up well, fully believing that you're telling the truth. Some well, of these kids, some of these kids, they they literally stopped believing it, and they said, "Oh yeah, we must have not really seen that." You know, yeah, I mean? right, because yeah. Of all these years of being saying you didn't see that, they yeah. started believing they didn't see it. You know, yeah. And so then, when this guy come back and started investigating and asking all these people, they were like, "Well, yeah, I did see it, but you know, I stopped believing what I seen." You know, because I was yeah, told, right. I was crazy, well, right. you know. There you go. There's gaslighting 101, you know. Right. <laughs> yeah. You start believing yeah, I will you're say, crazy. Right. I will say it's weird that it was like a, such a like scale that like militaries are coming in and being like, yeah. Yeah. no, actually yeah. you didn't see that. Well, I um, say, actually I you're crazy. Personally, I think something happened. Yeah. It wasn't a fluky yeah. thing. It wasn't the weather. I mean. For that many people to see, yeah, for a thing. whole time. And it's not yeah. just kids; it was the teachers, you know. Yeah. And literally, the teacher, one teacher, took pictures. I mean, like, right, had proof, and they took that yeah. one, you know. So, I was um, gonna say, I, 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 it's not really the the mass part that is like convincing to me. It it, it is the reaction of the military and right. they're like the right. police. Like and that, it is hard for me to think that the um us on this planet have that knowledge to do that in 1966 right yet we're still struggling to make you know jet planes that can fly you know what i mean like obviously yeah. so then we can do it if they we could do it in 66 well we can do it now right so see, well, yeah that's what i've brought up though too kind of going back to like we landed on the moon in 1969, right? 69, right. you know, but then we've never really gone back, you know, like it's now 2020. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But we're in 2022, you know, right. so like, why did it take so long? And there's all the rumors of, oh, they found life on the moon, you know, alien life on the moon and stuff. 
but that's something too that i've always wondered like what like we were making so much progress in the 60s right. what made us stop I'll with stop. this kind of stuff right it's capitalism yeah <laughs> i'll tell you wow. that right now that's wow. exactly why we stopped getting better at things because if it doesn't take forever to do something it yeah. doesn't take forever and you can't charge ex- yeah. like a large amount of money to do it same thing with trains in america that's why we don't have a whole train system made us stop you know what i mean maybe they yeah. said hey you guys don't know what you're getting into that's, that too yeah that too but i don't know something i i really feel like there's something to it and it could be our government or the australian government but that was in 1966 and right. we were still flying jets or you know propelling yeah. a rocket into space so obviously we had way more technology than and why haven't we done anything with that in all these years and it just doesn't it's not feasible you mm-hmm. know right because we'd be using that technology for the good at this point right over all these years so what world do you live in and um, we would, um, and I don't think that all those kids just imagined it or it was no. mass hysteria. I don't. And like I said, it was mostly the kids that they are focusing on, but really people throughout the whole town seen it. It wasn't just them, you know, mm-hmm. and they all said the same thing. It was all the same description, you know, about they were now one guy said there was five and most of them said there was three, you know, but, but maybe um, if he's a farmer, maybe he had a different advantage uh, or like a, he was you know, just like, in a different view, right? Yeah, right. Where right. he saw two in a place that nobody else were. Was, but there's two yeah. kids that were out in some like hayfield, and they were hiding. You know, they got down and were hiding yeah. in this hayfield, and um, they watched them land, and then um, they took off, and then they went out, and it was like a crop circle type thing, you know, like where these they had landed, and they went back and they were hiding, and all these, you know, official people come out with detectors and they were all mm-hmm. you know like gathering information from this thing and then he they said they were all like kicking the dirt you know all of them were doing it like just kind of like kicking and so when they left they went out there and they were trying to get this it was kind of burnt but flattened down like see that the all the wheat had just kind of like seized together you know mm-hmm. so they're trying to obviously trying to break it apart they're trying to figure out what's going on but breaking it apart mm-hmm. Well, when that spaceship left that big ring in the field, did anybody check out what was left there, if there was radiation on the ground? Well, again, they all checked it out, all the military and everything, but they never released any information on it. But the kids that were there said it left a big burn the size of it was burned into the grass, you know. But then, you know, they were not allowed to go back out there. And they've never seen another sighting since then. And no. the, you said that there was five of them? Right. Well, one person says it was five. Most of them said there was three. Hmm. But like I said, that guy was from a different... And nobody place. ever seen any other sightings on their property? No, but... Um, but After seeing Like this. four days before this? Yeah. People had seen some UFO sightings in that area. Not like this, where they actually come down, but, you know, like there was a UFO in the sky type of thing. 
So they had seen some like four days before, and then two days after they seen had some too. Now the well, ones after I this, these hallucinations because it's just on your mind. You know, everybody's talking about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I could see that where everybody's going to jump to every light they mm-hmm. see is like UFO. Well, what do you think their mission is? Well, as I was doing the story, 1966 was huge for UFO sightings. Oh, was it? Yeah. I mean, they were everywhere. And I I know I've told you this story when I, and it was about that time. I would have been, I would have been born yet. But. Yeah, right. Right. I was going to say, wait a minute. What? But I was very, very tiny. But I remember, um. Yeah. And of course, it's one of those things, like you said, like all these years later, it plays a trick on your mind. Did I really see that? Or did I remember that right? You know, but I remember getting up and looking out my window and there was, you know, some kind of aircraft with lights around it and it wasn't making any noise. And it was just kind of going very slowly, you know, like above the houses, but going down the street, you know, and I seen it and it didn't scare me or anything. I didn't know what it was, but. Like the next day, my parents were talking about UFO sightings, you know, and I'm like, hey, that's, I think I've seen that. You know what I mean? Who knows? It could have been a helicopter or anything. But so I, they, I, I remember that. I remember that pretty strongly seeing that, but I don't know what it was. I wasn't old enough to really comprehend what it was, but I remember them talking about UFOs and thinking, oh, hey, I've seen that. <laughs> you know? So who knows? But nineteen it had been about 1966, and that there was a lot of sightings in in Ann Arbor. There was a bunch of um, um, in sightings um at the White House, all over the world. Hmm. There was lots of sightings in 1966. I wonder if it's something you know, like obviously you say 1966, but I wonder if there's like something along the lines of like specific years. And if there's more oh. activity and why there'd be more activity. I would think, and this is just my thoughts, but um, in 1966, nuclear power was like. Right. That's what I was thinking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I was thinking I would like think, Cold War, Space Race, like, and yeah, so like I, testing I, I a lot would of things. I think that out. they were given to us as a warning to knock off, knock it off. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. most of the sightings, or not most of them, but a lot of sightings are around nuclear plants too right 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 that's what i was thinking and matter of fact over in ukraine remember when um, putin was going to bomb that yeah nuclear plant they claimed to see all kinds of ufos around there hmm. now at this time now you know what right I mean? right yeah so, you're yeah. talking about chernobyl yeah yeah remember he was going to blow it up mm-hmm. and um so you know i think in 1960 that's where we were heading nuclear power you know, right? And, right. Um, I, I agree. Maybe warnings from them to say you guys need to knock that off. And of course, then they had Chernobyl, and then we had another one that you know really put the Hiro- brakes on that. Not Hiroshima. What was the Jap- Japan Japanese one? Oh, uh, nuclear plant. Yeah, that was. Yeah, not too long ago. But... No, this was like in the sixties. Oh, like the Japanese power plant oh. that. But Chernobyl was, or um, Hiroshima was when we dropped the bomb on. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And, but there was a Japanese one, too, I feel like. It's like a nuclear you know, power plant. There was a lot of them. That melted down. A lot of them are shut down. And That's a lot what of I was seeing, but it was like within the very, last. Very, very minimal. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe I'm, I don't know. And actually within, um, I don't know. If, 
I feel like I want to say it was last year, but it could have been 10 years ago in my memory. Um, but there was a big uh, power plant in New York. And it was right there where everybody could see it, but nobody, they would never acknowledge that that's what it was. Mm-hmm. So there was a big nuclear power plant right in New York, right on the water. And um, nobody would ever acknowledge that's what it is. But like last year, maybe within the last few years, they um, closed it. Mm. So, did, you know, did I tell you guys about... Matt and I were driving home. Um, this was maybe a year ago, and I swear I saw a UFO in front. Like we were pulling into our driveway, and I swear I saw one. I was highly intoxicated. Okay. But Matt was driving, and I'm like, I, I clearly, I know I was like, I was not driving. I, but I know I was highly intoxicated. But I clearly remember. Like seeing something and saying, what is that? And then Matt saying, holy cow, what is that? And then he pulled into the driveway and we both got out to like, look, and we, it wasn't, it wasn't there by the time we pulled into the driveway and got out of our car. Well, like exactly what do you think you saw? I don't really remember because I was intoxicated, but like, I remember it was like, you know, like three lights across, like what you would think of as stereotypical like UFO, like spacecraft kind of thing, you know, but like it was low, like we had, we lived near the the little airport and everything. It's a small airport, not a large yeah. one, but it was too low to be a, an airplane or, you know, and we lived near a, a hospital, but it wasn't loud and it, like no noise to be a helicopter. Well, it could have been a know. drone. It could have, but again, I was highly intoxicated. Matt was driving, but like he still today is like, yeah, I like, I, it was like something that we saw it and it was too quick that we couldn't register what we actually saw. But and I was, you know, like to the point where, and it was like pitch black outside. Cause I remember again, like getting out of the car and like, oh my God. Where's Matt? Did he just like leave me outside by myself again? Because I was intoxicated. But <laughs> you know, like I remember, like it was pitch black. We couldn't see. We didn't have like our porch lights or anything on because we were coming home from, I think his parents' house or something like that. But um, yeah, I like, and I am fully convinced, even though I was intoxicated, I'm fully convinced that it was a UFO. <laughs> I remember one time. Um... Bill and I went to work out on the house out on um, uh, what is it around Lake Road? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, and the house was kind of like on a uh, rural area, you know, and there was nothing behind it. It was kind of open mm-hmm. field. And the owner, Bill's doing his work, you know, and the owner goes, you know, they say UFOs don't exist, but he goes, I know they do. And he started telling me this whole story about right outside there, UFO came. He goes, it was like, um, I want to say he was in the 70s, like mid-70s. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. But, you know, he was like dead serious. And he goes, they landed out there. And these little guys got out and they were walking around. And he goes, I was sitting there watching the whole thing. He goes, nobody can tell me they don't exist. I've seen it for myself. Yeah. yeah. He was dead serious. And I'm like, um, what? 
So then, of course, we get back in the car, and I'm like, did you hear that story he was telling us? And he goes, no. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, it's like one of those things that, like, for me, with my little experience, like, I know I was very drunk. I don't remember the car ride home too much, but, like, I can clearly remember thinking, like, what is that? Like, just, you know, and then it was, okay. like, too quick to, like, process. But Here's it's, like, a story for all of you. Let's say you've seen a UFO land in your backyard tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You've seen it. You've seen it. Yeah. Do you come and tell the world or you keep it to yourself? Do you tell a few? I would think I was, I would think I was hallucinating. Yeah. I would probably think I was crazy. I'd like tell it at like parties. Be like, I swear. You gaslight yourself. Yeah. Yep. I would tell it at like parties or like when I was at Facebook, like, I don't think this actually happened, but I saw something crazy. Yeah. Well, that's it. You're like, I'm telling you guys my little. Right. Right. Yeah. That's the thing though, too, is like, I feel like with sightings, it's not just one person that sees it right. or has that sighting. It's multiple people like the neighbors or whatever, you know, and our, none of our neighbors have said anything. So it possibly could have just been somebody with a drone in our neighborhood. But we live near uh, a school building. So, because Matt had that drone before he crashed it and ended it, um, but he had a drone and it was, you know, like you have to register those and he wasn't really allowed to fly it around our house because it was too close to the school. Yeah. And so, like there's requirements that you get like ticketed for doing that kind of stuff, you know, so I don't, and I've never seen a drone being flown in our neighborhood. So, well. Okay, guys, I um, think we need to wrap it up. So, any last thoughts? Say, we, I think all UFO stories are weird, and there's too many questions that are always left unanswered. Yes. Yes. There's never any definite. And I just, I, I want to know what, what the purpose is here on Earth or wherever. Because we're or an what? experiment. What what they well, want from us or what alien? I mean, if they if they're so that far like, in advance that they can make those kind of machines, th- then what do they want with us? I just said, why do or people have ant farms? Yeah. Where where their alien ant farm? The alien ant farm. Do you on the spectrum or where do you guys fall on? Do you believe in UFOs from other? galaxies well i yeah. i think they come from all other of, galaxies all of the above i also think some of it is like a fringe experiment type thing too where we're coming to visit ourselves from a different universe a different yeah. realm i've always said that yeah. how do we know that that is not just us coming back in time yeah right yeah could be okay guys <laughs> anybody else got anything to say Nope. Nope. Bye. 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 Thanks, guys. Have a good week. Love yous. Bye. Bye.